Hello there, friend. This is Jerry Tyson in the Beacon's Light. SWRC.com gives you access to one of the nation's largest collections of prophecy-related materials, books, and DVDs with new items being added almost every day. Resources from Mark Hitchcock, Billy Crone, Ed Heinsen, Noah Hutchings, Tom Horn, Larry Spargimino, and many, many more. SWRC.com. That's SWRC.com. Today we'll be looking at another of the Keys in My Song of Praise, a book not yet published, where we examine a word appropriate to one of the white keys of the piano. The lower portion of a standard piano keyboard doesn't get much use, but by the time we get through the first octave of the keyboard, the keys will not feel quite as neglected. Very little dust collects from there on upward toward the other end. The greatest hope of one who has put his trust in God's word is the expectation of eternal life in heaven with Christ. Loved ones and all of the heroes of the faith who have gone on before us in death, death will be swallowed up in victory. Imagine if we do not live long enough to experience the rapture when Christ calls his own to heaven, one day we will close our eyes in death only to awaken in the presence of Christ in heaven. As Isaiah wrote in chapter 26, 19, Thy dead men shall live. Together with my dead body shall they arise. Awake and sing, ye that dwell in dust. For thy dew is as the dew of herbs, and the earth shall cast out the dead. For we who are mortals, it's too much to even imagine. In Daniel 12, 2, the prophet wrote, And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. When giving this some serious thought, it's obvious that everyone will not end up sitting on a cloud strumming a harp for eternity, as is so often drawn in cartoons. What a boring existence that would be. There are two possible future destinies for every man, and both are never ending. Everlasting life and everlasting contempt. Nowhere in Scripture is there a hint of an eternal party in hell where those who aren't good enough for heaven will enjoy the friendship of their buddies in a country club hell forever. In Luke 16, we read the story of the rich man and Lazarus, which clearly teaches that there are two very different places for the dead. Twice the rich man complained about torment and flame while Lazarus was comforted no impression is given to suggest party time. Many have said they wouldn't mind being in hell because all of their friends would be there. What a sad commentary on the quality of one's friends. It's even a sadder commentary on one's understanding of the Word of God and the holiness of God. For the believer, the prospect of awakening to eternal life is exciting. A paraphrase of Isaiah 64.4 is found in 1 Corinthians 2.9. But as it is written, 
eye hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Needless to say, we haven't been told everything about the heavenly future for a believer. There will be some incredible surprises. To awaken infers a change of condition from being asleep, unaware, or lacking in consciousness. In Mark 4:38 is the account of fearful disciples who were in a ship during a storm on the Sea of Galilee. For months, they had been in that special theology school with the greatest teacher. It's almost amusing when we read their question. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? The Creator God was peacefully sleeping, fearless of the storm. They wailed, Don't you care? We're going to die. Do something. He did. The disciples were left unable to comprehend the reality that a few words spoken had instantly changed the weather. What manner of man is this? Indeed, all along he was fully aware of the situation and the needs of that hour. He had no fear of the circumstances. Romans 13.11 is the last verse we'll consider today using the word awake, and that knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. One would need to be comatose or dead, not to scratch his head often while asking, what in the world? There are so many things happening in America and the world today that defy the imagination as well as common sense. Court decisions, follies of our Washington elected officials, school policies, attempts to change history as well as the whole politically correct concept, and more. Recently, there is the complete attention that has been placed on the COVID-19 situation to the point that nothing else seems to be important. These are only a few of the things that make someone who is even moderately aware of the prophetic view of the future realize the truth of Romans 13:11. The Apostle Paul wrote that verse nearly 2,000 years ago. What words would he use if it were written today? Some things really do not change. Believer, Jesus Christ is going to return to earth to set up a kingdom that will last for 1,000 years. But... First, he will come as a thief in the night to take to heaven all who have put their faith and trust in him. Truly, we can take that warning to heart. Now, it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. There's a great old hymn that is seldom sung today. Why not check your hymn book and see if it's there and ask your pastor to include it in a service sometime soon. Written by Charles Wesley, the song is called Arise, My Soul, Arise. Arise, my soul, arise. Shake off thy guilty fears. The bleeding sacrifice in my behalf appears. Before the throne my surety stands. Before the throne my surety stands. My name is written on his hands. He ever lives above for me to intercede. 
his all-redeeming love, his precious blood to plead. His blood atoned for all our race. His blood atoned for all our race and sprinkles now the throne of grace. Five bleeding wounds he bears received on Calvary. They pour effectual prayers. They strongly plead for me. Forgive him. Oh, forgive, they cry. Forgive him. Oh, forgive, they cry. Nor let that ransomed sinner die. The Father hears him pray. His dear anointed one, he cannot turn away the presence of his Son. His Spirit answers to the blood. His Spirit answers to the blood and tells me I am born of God. My God is reconciled. His pardoning voice I hear. He owns me for his child. I can no longer fear. With confidence I now draw nigh. With confidence I now draw nigh. And Father, Abba, Father, cry. In the Beacon's Light is a production of Beacon Street Media. Feel free to contact us at www.swrc.com. This is Jerry Tyson reminding you that when we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanseth us from all sins.